Welcome to the Arena Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy the message. Welcome everybody to this uh, next communication from Arena Church online. It's great to have you with us, however you're connecting with us, whatever time of the day or night. We're praying these next few minutes will speak right into your heart. We love to share the word of God in Arena in all sorts of different ways. And uh, we believe in that this word will speak to people. If you've been able to join us over the last uh, couple of times, you'll know that during the summer weeks, we are uh, doing a series that's looking at a book in the New Testament of the Bible called Galatians. And originally this book was written by a man called Paul, inspired by the Holy Spirit, to a group of churches in what was known as the district of Galatia, now part of modern-day Turkey. The culture, of course, over 2,000 years ago was very, very different, and we have to recognise that. But the Bible tells us that it's been breathed upon by the Holy Spirit, and that means that whilst culturally we're very different, principles and truths last forever and still speak. If you get a chance sometime, perhaps you'll try and find the book of Galatians in the New Testament. And if you're not sure how to find it, normally in a Bible, there's an index at the beginning, which will tell you which page to go to. And read chapter 1 and verses 11 to 24. Now, I'm going to read a couple of verses to you. So the writer says, I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that the gospel I preach is not of human origin. I did not receive it from man, nor was I taught it. Rather, I received it by revelation from Jesus Christ. That's verses 11 and 12 of the chapter. Now, the writer, Paul, got really, really pumped as he was confronting an age-old challenge that still impacts us today, religion. And you may have heard last week that religion gets in the way of the good news, what we call the gospel. In fact, it distorts the gospel. It knocks it out of shape. It always has and it always will. If you're listening right now and you're of the opinion that religion causes a lot of problems in the world, we want you to know that Arena Church agrees with you. Because like Paul, we're not into religion. It failed for him, and I'll come to that later, and it fails for everybody. No, we're not into religion, but through Jesus Christ, the way we call people to a relationship. Yes, ordinary people like you and I can have a relationship with God. We can pray to him. We can begin to learn how to hear his voice to our heart, his direction and his will for our lives. That is real. Religion is unreal. Somebody said that religion is like scaling a never-ending ladder trying to get to God whereas relationship is God 
stooping down to earth in Jesus to get to us. And that's why the gospel is good news. We can never try and get to God. Self-effort, turning over a new leaf, making a New Year's resolution, doing some charitable works. It goes on and all the time the ladder seems to get longer and longer and God seems to go further and further away from us. The good news is he's come. He came as a babe. We remember that at Christmas time. He grew to be a man. He died upon a cross. He rose the third day. He ascended to heaven. And he's alive today by his spirit to live in us and help us to have the power to serve him and live for him. So Paul, yes, I'll use the word, was angry with the Galatians for coming into relationship and then wanting to retreat back into religious ways. And if you read the book, all the chapters, you'll find that's exactly what was taking place. When we get to chapter 3, Paul says, you're foolish. And he asks a very, very pointed question. Who has bewitched you, deceived you? That you think that you can go back to religious ways and that is going to work. You see, Paul was so passionate because he knew the bondage of religion. He knew our religion throttles us and bear down, bears down on us and condemns us and makes us feel a failure. There's another book in the Bible, a New Testament book that Paul wrote to another church, another area, Philippians, a church in northwest Greece, where he speaks in that chapter three about his religious pedigree. Nobody could match it. It was unbelievable. But we find that this man was angry, frustrated, hateful, and aggressive. Religion didn't and doesn't work. We read in the Bible, in the book of Acts, that one day the living Lord Jesus met with Paul. His name was Saul at the time, as he was going towards Damascus, still the capital of Syria today. And he'd already been responsible for Christians being put in prison and possibly even being uh, martyred for the faith. And now he was going towards the Christians north of the city of Jerusalem. And Jesus met with him. And his life completely changed. And he came out of religion into relationship. He received a call. Now, calledness is part of being a Christian. In fact, the word for church in the New Testament means called out ones. Not called out from your job, not called out from your place of education, not called out from where you live, but called out of darkness into light, called out of your past life into a new future, called out of trying with religion into a relationship with God through Jesus. 
And then there are people also down the history of the church that have received what we might call a special call. It doesn't mean that they're more special than other people, but perhaps a particular call for mission or ministry or purpose. And maybe this call is sometimes what we would call a vocational call. So they actually do give up their secular career to pursue a journey of ministry. And Paul was such a person. Let me just give you three things about his call. Firstly, it was a heavenly call. In those verses that I read to you, he said that what he received wasn't of human origin. He didn't receive it from man, but by revelation from Jesus. His eyes opened up to something he'd never seen before. It wasn't from earth. It was from above. And God came down to him in an amazing, amazing way and then uh, mandated him to share this good news with others. And then it was a high calling. Uh, it says in verse 15 that God set me apart. Again, it doesn't mean that he was saying he was better than anybody else. Indeed, he often called himself a servant. And the higher the call that he realized the lower he bent down in humility to fulfill it and serve others. And then it was a holy call. And we don't have time to unpack this, but in verses 17 to 24, we find a little insight into Paul's journey after he became a Christian. Remember, he'd been angry, hateful, it's quite possible that people had died because of this man's religious zeal. And so there needed to be some real changes in his life. And someone once said, God loves us just as we are, but he loves us far too much to leave us just as we are. And so, in what somebody has called the discipline of delay, he was at Damascus, and then he went to Arabia for three years, the desert place. And we have to be careful not to overly read into this because there's very little detail. But one Bible preacher says that out of this obscurity came his theology. He wrote most of the New Testament books. It was quite amazing how God spoke to him. Then back to Damascus, his place of conversion. Then to Jerusalem, the capital city of Israel. A little time in Caesarea. And then back to the place where he originally was born in Tarsus. And finally, when we get to Acts chapter 11, we find the great encouraging apostle Barnabas going to Tarsus and asking Paul to come and help him in Antioch, where many believers were finding Jesus, and they were called Christians for the first time. Commentators believe that this journey was around about 13 years, from becoming a Christian to being shaped and honed and prepared and ready for all that God had called him to do. 
We can't put a time scale on that individually. It's different things for different people. But we become a Christian, step into faith. You say, I'll never keep it up. I've got so much baggage. I've got so many questions. I've got doubts. But then we allow Jesus to shape our lives. It's what we call becoming a disciple. We move into more and more of what it means to be called to follow him. And so by the time we get to the end of chapter 1 of Galatians, we have the people saying, this man who formerly persecuted is now preaching the faith he once tried to destroy. And they gave praise to the Lord. You can see why he had no time for religion. Why he came and really contested with this church saying, please don't retreat backwards from relationship into your self-effort, but keep moving forward in the reality of your faith in Jesus Christ. I have good news. If you've no time for religion, nor have we, but our passion is that every person would find a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Somebody said, whether we are old or young, single or married, rich or poor, Lord, give us a continual dissatisfaction with religion and show us how to walk in the life that you have given us and whatever your will is for us. Let's pray. We love to pray for people. And you may be in another nation, another part of the UK. It may be the dead of night that you've got onto this call. It may be that it's confirming something that you've been thinking about. Maybe you've had conversations with Christian people that you know. Maybe you've kept trying to get to God thinking you can do it and you can't. So I'd like to pray for you wherever you are. I'm going to pray a simple prayer. Please join in with me. And then after that, I'll give you an opportunity to connect with Arena Church so they can give you some help. So here's the prayer. Lord Jesus, thank you for coming to earth because you realise that we could never, ever get to you. We'd done things wrong. We'd let you down. We created this massive gap between a holy God and people that frankly had messed up so often. And so Lord, ever help us to run to relationship, not religion. And today, we open our hearts again to receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Saviour. Take us as we are, Lord, and then shape us, wholeness, to be something that can be used for your glory and praise. And we ask these mercies for Jesus' sake. Amen. And just to say that if you've prayed that prayer, there'll be an opportunity for you to connect 
with Arena Church. We'll send you some literature. We'll get somebody to connect with you. We'll help you in the first flush of your expression of faith. Be all that God has called you to be. Be called. Live out the life of God. Not by religion, but through relationship. Amen.